little person and they thought that they adopted a an adult so they treated her like an adult and so now it's like come out that like it's like this whole thing they thought they adopted a child <laughs> they thought they adopted they a thought, child <laughs> they then they thought the child was just a little person adult yeah but so then they say so no, apparently this, this came out life. this is real life it came out before oh. the orphan so i'm thinking no, i, I think orphan go- came out before the story came out the first one did anyway okay i'm going to investigate and see <laughs> If life it was imitating <laughs> art, or if art was imitating life, but they thought they had an orphan situation on their hands, and thought mm-hmm. that uh, the girl was actually an adult woman, and they left this person. Mm-hmm. They got her like an apartment and left her alone for like a year, and the whole entire time, this person is like, "I am actually a child," mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, on I'm on TikTok and I see people like at little people's TikToks and they're like, yeah, if you if you're a little person, you can tell that's a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a little person child, not an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they recorded like every interaction they had with her like ever. It was really, really, really creepy. Really, 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 really. So yeah, I've never seen Orphan, but apparently now I need to. So I need to watch Orphan. I need to watch a documentary. I need to see if there's a 2020. I need to go down this rabbit hole. It needs to become my whole personality. For a bit. <laughs> so it's fine. Whether or not uh, this person is actually an adult or not. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I just need to know everything. And then You're I have to true. make an informed decision on my own. <laughs> Are you a true crime person? Are you just sitting there like... Well, she murdered her husband 47 times. Yes. Oh, my God. So there's a show on Peacock. Have y'all heard of it? It's called Based on a True Story. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay. Kaylee. 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 Oh, the dude from the Mindy Project's on it. Yes. And their plumber is a serial killer. And they and she solves it because she's like obsessed with true crime and like listens to like Did you all just spoil the, the movie for no, all of no, us. No, no, this is literally oh. this is, stop, Jason. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally like the preview. So they decide that they want to have a podcast. So it made me think of you guys, and they because they want to get like in the murder podcast game, but they want to, of course, become like instantly millionaires. So, like us, so they. <laughs> blackmail the serial killer into doing a podcast so they won't turn them into the police That's <laughs> so oh, they wow. can go viral <laughs> incriminating himself by not incriminating himself good, it's good. so <laughs> funny it's so funny and it's only like nine episodes oh, that's so, oh it's episodic yeah. I thought it was just a movie oh it's episodic yeah it's yeah the mini project oh, okay. Kaylee Kukio um, there's someone else I guess that's it yeah, I was but, going to, me and my wife were going to watch it, but I thought it was a uh, TV show. Yeah, but I, mean, I thought short, it was a movie, sorry. They're short episodes. They're like 22-minute mm-hmm. episodes. So we watched five episodes last night and didn't even realize it. We're like, oh, shit. We should do something uh, else. Just like I want to watch that. Was it Seth Rogen and Rose Burns Platonic, that show? Oh, yeah. I want to watch it on, but um, it's just oh, not like I watching anything that Rose Byrne does, though. So. Yeah, Rose Burns awesome. I could get, take or leave Seth Rogen sometimes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think he should take yeah, he's definitely hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be down for Rose Byrne or Flower Cold. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Williams restarting, Williams restarting the whole computer right now, so he's going to oh, see. Restarting the whole, so we got to fill this time with with witty banter. All right, well, I, I want to start an argument. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, on the internet, because <laughs> this mm-hmm. is where all bad things start. Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. debate mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to start an argument where uh, someone has said, or several people have said. That uh, one, this is so. I'm so sorry, guys. One Taylor <laughs> Swift is on the same level as Michael Jackson. Okay, and you don't agree? <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Michael Jackson but, well, is the goat. <laughs> but what is the what is the level standard? Like on what level? Like iconicness or? I would say iconicness. I mean, like. Uh, at height Michael Jackson years, Michael Jackson could go to a basketball game and shut the basketball game down, go to an NBA basketball game, and every right. single person from the players to the fans would be crowding Michael Jackson so much they would be like, you have to leave so we can get this game started. Taylor Swift sits there and enjoys the game. <laughs> well, I think that there's also a lot of – well, does she go to – Basketball game? Oh, sure, she does. Yeah, so you she's can't a just, rich white you person. can't just say that, Jason, because you don't like you can't just have like fucking points of that. However, I think that I I don't know. I, times are also different where they have a little bit better um, rules on how people are supposed to act, especially around celebrities. I think that a hundred percent, she would shut down a game. I need to see it. Um, <laughs> You know, and it's also hard because I, because I always, so this is going to be really stupid. Okay. So just bear with me. But I always think when you say hype Michael Jackson, I always think of that Family Matters episode. Yeah. Taylor Swift goes to Nick, Taylor Swift goes to Nick's games. So yeah. She, goes okay. <laughs> she don't shut them down. <laughs> so, um, so I always think of the, um, the Family Matters episode where I can't remember if it's, Rudy, one of one of the kids gets tickets to Michael Jackson to Michael Jackson concert, mm-hmm. and like so, the whole episode is just about Michael Jackson and like, yes, go ahead. Time out. Uh, Rudy was on the family before the one. I'm sorry. I, that's what I was trying to remember. Who the fuck? What is her I was name? Let her cook. There was, I was gonna let her uh, cook. I was gonna let her cook. Eddie and uh, the the youngest daughter was named. Yes. Uh, who? What's the youngest daughter? Was it Jasmine? Jamie. But she went upstairs one yes. day and never came down. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. seem right. Jamie. Yeah. Jamie. Yeah. And then they had little Nikki. Little, yeah, who was the, the sister's kid, who was cute. And of the course, sister's kid? Yeah, the sister lived with him too, and the kid, and the grandma. Are, and the whole in family house. matters? Family matters. With Urkel? Lo- you're saying Laura had a kid? No, 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 no. Oh, 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 but, but, okay. I was about to say that we're about to do a whole Mandela thing. <laughs> I definitely don't remember that. Okay, sorry, sorry. So the dad, whose Carl. name I, I, I can't remember. Carl. Yes. His wife. Her parents. I cannot her mom, remember her name. I can't remember her name either. Her mom and her sister live with them. And her oh, sister. Oh, I don't even remember that at all. Where did they yeah. live? Yeah, so her sister had that kid named Richie or something. Yeah, Richie. Richie was his name. That's right. Richie was his name. She lived in like the house. 
<laughs> I don't God, care. people in the nineties had big ass houses. They in had, Chicago like, on a cop salary, he was the only one the working. <laughs> they lived in like five story houses. I can't even. Yeah, but, at least. At least on the Cosby Show, they had the they had the, the wherewithal to make him a doctor and a lawyer, so they that's why they could afford a brownstone <laughs> in Brooklyn. As we're completely <laughs> so, so, hold on, are we saying she is or isn't as big as Michael Jackson? She I, is not. I guess so. Okay, okay. I think Lisa. Lisa what is your opinion? My opinion is, I think she's. Yeah, I think yes. So, but but I think also. I'm a fan of both of them. So it's easier for me to say that. Jason is not a Taylor Swift fan. So I'm not so a Michael hard. Jackson fan either. What? How? He walks like a duck and he quacks like a duck. He's a child molester. Wow. Whoa, whoa, You're whoa. You're the that... one who always says you separate the art from the <laughs> no, artist. I am not the one that says that. The other Jason is the one that says that. <laughs> yes. Also, he's never been convicted of child molestation. And yeah. all the kids have come out of recanted. And all of them have come out of recanted. Allegedly, allegedly, Jason. No, he has okay. never been convicted of child molestation. Like, didn't it's kill them people it's a fact. Listen, and all the, the man- kids that took them to trial as adults came out and said their parents made them do this. Like Jason, that's all factual. Me, you can look that up. You're giving me facts and information and evidence, and I yes. just don't care. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Look, yeah. Walks like a duck. Right. Um, no, Taylor Swift is not as big as Michael Jackson. We will never see anybody be as big as Michael Jackson, and that's not any fault to Taylor Swift. Only person as big as Michael Jackson that has ever walked this planet is Jesus Christ. And I'm not saying it to be facetious. I'm saying that popularity-wise, it's corners of this planet that know Michael Jackson don't know anything. Maybe it's Mickey Mouse, Michael Jackson, and Jesus. But Mickey Mouse <laughs> never technically walked this earth. I would even say so. I would like, even say Jesus on that list. It'd be Michael Jackson, Mickey Mouse, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I mean, it's literally like places that that know Michael that don't know anything about anything of American culture. I don't think Taylor Swift is at that point. I don't think anybody will ever get to that point. Like that's that kind of stardom and fandom. It doesn't exist in this reality anymore because we know too much about our celebrities and it humanizes them. Michael and also Jackson. Been- it's like a god to people, like because we didn't know things about these people. They would just mm-hmm. come in, like he, he could shut down a game, not because he was so popular, but because when you saw him, it was like, oh, shit, that's Michael Jackson, because you didn't know it. Now we have too much access yeah. to celebrities, so that we never feel uncomfortable or feel kind of way walking up to them and asking for autographs, doing that. Like it's a story from like hood jokers, like real hood ninjas. Killers that was like when Michael Jackson came to town, them hood killing ninjas, tattoos, tears in the eyes turned into little girls. When Michael <laughs> Jackson drove through in a limo, not seeing them mm-hmm. drove through in a limo was oh, Michael, like that. Taylor Swift ain't gonna never come ever get that because no one's ever gonna hit that kind of level of kind of worship. And, and he did that at a time when we weren't as connected as we are now. Like, I can watch a video of a Portuguese star on my phone and be like, oh, I'd heard of, you know, Enrique Iglesias. He's not Portuguese. I'm just putting that name on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but he did that when, like, the only way you would have known Michael Jackson exists if someone smuggled a tape in North Korea up their butthole to give mm-hmm. it to you. And there's dudes in North Korea who are like, I know that dude over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michael's on a whole nother. And then also the, the other part about Michael that 
puts him on a whole nother level where Taylor doesn't have it is that when Michael was a kid, he was a star. So my grand, my great grandparents knew who Michael Jackson was. Yes. Oh yes. (laughs) Um, my great grandparents knew who Michael Jackson is. My grandmother knew who Michael Jackson is. My mother knows my kids and my kids have not been born when he was alive. Know who Michael Jackson oh, that, is. That is true because he died That's, in 2007. Yeah, yeah. My, my oldest daughter was born in 2011. They know Michael Jackson and no songs. Oh, like my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fact but, check. T- to um, be fair, to be fair, my grandparents know who Taylor Swift is, and yeah, like, but, and my kid, like, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That it's just it, times are different, and I agree with you. I agree, but I think is it's as equivalent as it's going to be able to get. That's what I'm saying. Also, it's Beyonce. You're right. Like, no, I know cats in the hood. Jason could attest that don't know who the fuck Taylor Swift is. <laughs> I literally <don't>, told <laughs> Jason to be nice to me. I'm and sorry. What the fuck does he do? He brings I'm up sorry. a Taylor Swift question. I'm sorry. I love you. It's a good analogy. I mean, I, my, I've always professed that the last great pop superstar was Britney Spears, where people still would faint and go crazy about. I think after that, our media coverage of celebrities changed and we'll never have that kind of almost godified worship of somebody because we know too much about them now, man. Like Taylor Swift walks out, paparazzi's there. They know who she's with, where she was doing, why she was there. Like Michael Jackson walked out, motherfuckers was covering his face, jumping over him, hurdling him so nobody could see him. Like it was just a different vibe back then. Like also Taylor Swift seems like she has it all together. (laughs) Word. That helps too. Like, that helps yeah. a lot. Like you look at Michael Jackson, you're like, he's great at what he does, but I don't think he has it all together right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, look, I don't man, have it all together. I, have I don't have many rules on this show, but there will be no Michael slander on this show. That's the only rule. <laughs> I'm gonna, I will take that to the hill. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, William. If you, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we were comparing uh, Michael Jackson to Taylor Swift. Um, I did pick up on that actually. If you want to weigh on in, in on this, it does not determine whether or not you get to stay on the show or not, but it does <laughs> it all comes down to this. Yeah, I don't have I don't have control to throw you out. So <laughs> yeah. it does heavily skew in your favor. <laughs> well, from what I heard, I think uh I think social media in itself has ruined celebrity. Because mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. this point it has nothing to do with what they're famous for. I mean, there are people famous for being famous. Yeah, on TikTok like and YouTube. So <laughs> I, I would be curious where Michael Jackson would fit into the modern landscape with social media because Taylor think... Swift made it her ambition. Like she's famous because she connected with fans in a personal way and made herself accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Jackson's bag was just literally staying away from everyone. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would be curious where, where that, where that would land. I mean, unfortunately I don't, I don't guess we'll ever know, but yeah. I mean, I think if you make bangers, you can stay like a Kendrick Lamar. Like he's not as big as neither one of the artists we're talking about, but it's pretty relatively big. Kendrick isn't as media or, you know, social media savvy as let's say his other rapper brethren. But if you make hits at the hits at the hits, your celebrity will rise. So let's just imagine if Michael's in this era and he drops Thriller and what out of the 11 songs, like seven go to number one, 
he's certified. It don't matter what we talk about at that point. He, he gonna be certified. Like if somebody to drop a single or drop an album and ha- over half the album, but number one hits, it, it that. But that's it, what Taylor Swift happen anymore. Yes, we don't drop that. Taylor Swift keeps doing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. she's dropped like five albums and like yeah. ten of the songs go go. You know. Yeah. Number one. So I actually listened to a podcast done by uh, the the guy that managed Taylor Swift in the beginning, and his his whole thing is like let everybody get on Spotify, let everybody get on YouTube, and release whatever they want to. It's not watering down anything, because what happens is when you you can release anything you want to, but if it sucks, it's going to just fail faster, and it doesn't matter. So bad, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) That is the unfortunate thing. Like the whole famous for being famous thing. Like you can be famous for being God awful these days. And that's just as popular. And it's really weird. It's, I mean, I guess that's why we like looking at car wrecks on the highway also. Facts. Good point. I don't know. (laughs) And we're obsessed with murder podcasts. You're obsessed with murder podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I only listen to them to help me go to sleep. I mean, oh. I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with. Is that even worse? I look at it as a chance to become a real hero. I'm like, I can oh. save somebody here. And this is my I, time I to shine. <laughs> right. Oh, no. I'm, and then I just I'm keep driving. The, I'm black in America. I'm not helping nobody because as soon as I get out, they're like, he caused the cars. I'm like, what? I just stopped. <laughs> Arrest him, officer. Here's a, it's like it's a one person car wreck. Just buy like an EMT uniform or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that on before you get out of the car. It's just a shirt that says security on the back. You'll be there. Fine. You go. Yeah, event staff or something. <laughs> event staff on the highway. Hey, we're just trying to move this along, man. It's funny. You'd be surprised um, how like how much access to things you can get if you just like pretend like you know where you are and have like an official looking. If you carry a clipboard anywhere, a clipboard or a, a video camera. Yeah, they'll let you in mm, anything. Yeah. When I was working at Papadale, like you would have like the, um, you know, the uh, safety compliance people or like the uh, the U line people walk in there. They just walk in the kitchen. I'm like, I guess he's supposed to be here. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, well, I'm, I'm not touching it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he just looked. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the guy who's going to stop. <laughs> There's a guy that uh, that figured out how to fix the the um, the ice cream machine at McDonald's. The McFlurry machine. Yeah, <laughs> like he, I saw he googled it. it and walked in like he was in charge of something and fixed it and made his own McFlurry and left. Mm-hmm. That so is, I awesome. gotta test it out. <laughs> there we go. So That's good. the real champion there because I get pissed. Like <laughs> once in a while, my girls want a McFlurry, and I'm like, they're like, yeah, the machine broke, and I'm like, is the machine always broken? They're it like, is. yeah. Well, there's, <laughs> there's two things going on there. The machine yeah. does break a lot. It does, but also they turn that sucker off because they don't want to do it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Or so, maybe it's they, the it's the Michael Jackson versus Taylor Swift thing again. If it's <laughs> if it's not accessible all the time, it yeah. just make it that much more special. Yeah, it's true. Like the so McFlurry, the McFlurry, the McFlurry machine people, like that's a separate that's a separate licensing that they yeah, like sell separate company. Mm-hmm. They're suing McDonald's like big time right now because I thought, I thought it was the other way around because they well, have a contract. It's not the other way around because they have a contract with McDonald's where they are the ones that have to fix the machines. No, it's like a whole thing now that they're they're suing McDonald's and McDonald's is pissed and they're pissed about all these videos going around showing the machine being broken. And it's like, <laughs> it's like this whole thing. Let's start at 20, uh, 20 minutes and 
I mean, isn't it an app that can show you what McDonald's McFlurry machines work? I think somebody has created that. <gasps> that would be a great awesome. idea. That is amazing. <laughs> they should I, say. I, I've been lucky. Every time I've gone to the <laughs> McDonald's off of, like, right around me, like, Decula is iffy, but Lawrenceville, they always come through clutch for me. Buford, never. It's never, it's never yeah. available. You got to go to, yeah. You got to, it's, I think it's because it's next to a Waffle House. So they just know they got to be, like, they gotta be on, or else they're just gonna go somewhere else. <laughs> hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the Head Cannon Circus podcast. I am your host, the Duke of all nerds, the Lord of all light skins, whatever else Jason says about me, probably even bad things. Uh, I'm, I'm Jason, the other Jason, Jason number eight. Hi, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> if it's your first time joining us. Please, or if it's your 50th time joining us, please make sure to do the things, the liking, the sharing, the subscribing, the uh, the interacting, because of the all-powerful algorithm. That thing controls the world. It's sentient, y'all, and it needs your engagement, because if you engage with it, it engages with us in the form of money. And I got kids to feed, or a kid. He's a teenager. He eats a lot. Help us oh out. my god, I know <laughs> they never stop. But I could not do this show without my two lovely co-hosts, and we have a special guest today. But of course, first up, he is I'll I'll just recycle this, the kid to my play. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, how you doing? Can I be the optimist to your bumblebee? Hmm. No, because oh, that's too low of a ranking. <laughs> Spoiler, Jason died. I didn't tell you. Spoiler. You are correct. I did not. I should not tell you how to do your job. I'm I'm Jason number one because you know the one. (laughs) Even I should be Jason number A because my last name. It doesn't matter. It's confusing. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Good. Good. How about this? Uh, She is. Oh, geez, like I'm trying to think of uh, groups of female rappers. She is the, the, the Spinderella to Salt and Pepper. Okay. I accept, <laughs> I accept those terms. Thank Lisa, you, how you doing today, doing Lisa? Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. And of course, we have a special guest today. Uh, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, well, go ahead and uh, let us know why, why you're here and what you do and why, why are you special. Well, I stumbled Besides upon this me. link in a chat room, and I thought I would try to spy on some people and uh, <laughs> hack all of you later. That's not true. I'm not smart enough to do any of that. So uh, I actually have a YouTube channel called Sketch and Review. It's uh, we draw. Hey, look at that! My reputation <laughs> precedes me. Um, so I do uh, some like hand sketch drawings and stuff. Well, I have a team that does it, and then I do movie reviews based on how I feel about movies. And uh, Jason number one, that should be Jason number A. Um, yes, yes. We, <laughs> the real A. Um, we met at the theater that we both go to, apparently. We've been uh, passing uh, like ships in the night for months now. And uh, so we met and uh, we told each other what each other does. And uh, a few other things happened and here we are. It's so. like so weird to me that people meet in real life like, <laughs> like we used to like, like i don't yeah. like i understand what you're saying but 
Like that means you had to talk to a stranger. To and a stranger. Back in the day of and Michael just, Jackson, like, we always met. Getting like hives <laughs> thinking about yeah. that. <laughs> so there's really an app about uh, like YouTubers can get on and swipe left and right and figure out what movie oh. theater they go to. And so that's okay, good. Okay, happened. that's a little bit more realistic. That, that's YouTube. Much better. <laughs> it's like Tinder for cinema. So yeah. but, you know, it's, filling out that profile is very particular because you have to put things like do, do you talk through theater? Yes, no, or sometimes, mm-hmm. or it has like a button that says black. And yeah, <laughs> I use the, I put no because I don't want them to know. But but Jason puts black. Yeah, well, well I also put these. black, so like I guess that's why we connect. <laughs> yeah. so. that's, that's why, why I don't. That's why he late, See, <laughs> put us right there together. Nice, that's awesome. Well, Welcome thank you for joining show. us, William. Thank we you so much. Appreciate you for being here. Uh, of course, everybody, we have a phenomenal show for you this afternoon or this evening, depending on where you are, or the morning, if you're watching this in the morning. I don't care. I don't know what time is. It's a European concept. Uh, we're going to be going over Transformers, <laughs> Rise of the Beast. Yes. <laughs> but before uh, we uh, hit into the, the reviews of which why you're here, I have some good news slash some bad news. Good news is the Head Cannon Circus podcast or website, it's back up. It's, it's back up. I worked very hard on it. It's back up. Uh, the bad news is right now it's not at headcannoncircus.com. It will be there tomorrow. But And also, uh, Jason and Lisa, you lost all your uh, information. So you're going to have to fill out your bio shit again. Yes. I, was, I just... <laughs> I get the door oh. again. So, and especially you, right Jason, you can make it better. It but, was so witty. I don't even remember what I said. Something about I didn't care about the mermaid. That's all I remember. Blah, blah, blah. Well, here's... Taylor Swift, Okay. Literally, I don't... I did <laughs> But if you do go to this website tomorrow, uh, you'll be able to interact with us, uh, see past episodes, listen to past episodes as well as look at, look at past videos. Also, uh, you if you log in and uh, subscribe, you'll be able to uh, suggest things, see what upcoming news is, and all sorts, and see what we are reviewing for uh, the coming weeks and what have you. So yeah, it's a great resource. It's finally back available. I worked really, really hard on it. Uh, hopefully, my dad will approve and say he finally loves me. So <laughs> we're all rooting for you, man. <laughs> it will never happen. <laughs> but here we go. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. You guys excited? Let's oh, yeah. Let's do it. You got, you know, a roll of quarters in your pocket? Let's go. Jason, oh my God. You don't have a roll of quarters in your pocket? Silver <laughs> dollars, actually. Silver dollars. <laughs> William's high class. Silver dollars. He's high class. Only. I roll big. <laughs> Optimus Prime and the Autobots take their biggest challenge yet. With a new threat capable of destroying the entire planet emerges, they must team up with a powerful faction of Transformers known as the Maximals to save Earth. That is what uh, Google, the internet, says about Transformers Rise of the Beasts currently in theaters right now. Uh, Now, if you don't know, now you know for everything we do, we give it a one-sentence review. So, uh, William, did you you prepare a one-sentence review or should we... (laughs) Uh, I, I didn't, but I can wing it. How about you wing it for? Or you? We'll, we'll let you go last, so you can you can think of something, and then we'll wing it. We'll, oh, you we'll, don't we'll want to test my improv? 
<laughs> oh, okay. Go first then. <laughs> you say, uh, <laughs> the same old Rob. Rob. Maybe I should have. Uh, I was really overconfident there. Uh, <laughs> the same old robots with new humans. Oh. And a similar okay. reason. I think there's a comma that I left out, but somewhere in there. That's fine. That's technically a sentence. It's fine. Look, we make up our uh, honestly. We do semi. We do semi commas. We do dot dot dots. It's fine. Don't worry. It could be three it. sentences. It, it doesn't have to be in one sentence. <laughs> oh well, I didn't know that. Now you're changing the rules. Yeah, there are no rules. The rules. Okay. Yeah, same old robots, new humans, familiar story. All right, Lisa, Act would you like? So to that was three sentences, actually. Yeah. yeah there it you go. It depends on what you call a <laughs> sentence. Well, uh, subjects and predicates and periods. <laughs> I, think. I had a few of those. Okay, ready for me? Yes. My one sentence review is y'all need to transform and roll out to see this beast of a movie. Oh. <laughs> Jason, you want to hit us with your one sentence review for Transformers Rise of the Beast? Uh, Transformers. Just a silver surfer and galactic story you disguised. Mm. Damn. That is true. <laughs> All right. But did you me, mean that as an insult? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, how we take I don't it. Because so. <laughs> what if somebody's like, man, that's all my jam? Like, and then you uh, meant it as a slam. Rise of the Silver Surfer is the best fanta uh, Fantastic Four movie because of one reason. Jason knows that reason. Larry, Larry Fish? Larry Fishburne. That's right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we stand for him. <laughs> I'm actually partial to the uh, the Silver Surfer that uh, Tobias Funke did in Arrested Development. Oh, didn't he have the rocks? Yes. And then it was like just euphemisms all the time because he's an idiot. That's so great. That is also a very good Silver Surfer. Maybe the best. My one sentence review for Rise of the Beast is I'll look past the transgression of leaving out Beast Wars' best character and enjoy this movie anyway. That's that's who's that's the, good who's job, the best, Jason. Who's the best character? Oh, I'll get to it in my pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So also we start off with our pros, uh, where we run down what uh, we are positive about this movie, we think is positive about this movie, and then after we run down our pros, we'll go through our cons, <laughs> and then after pros and cons, we'll do our rocks rundown, where we list our pros. No and trademarks. Cons. Yeah. Trademark TM copyright. <laughs> <laughs> no affiliated with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, whoever that it may be. Yeah, never heard of him. Unless ever. he wants to sponsor. And then the it's year. definitely exactly. the Rock's run. You're right. And we'll affiliate the crap out of that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Maya Villas run down. Uh, who wants to start with the pros? Raise your hand. Not me. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> okay. Pro number one. <laughs> Yo, Stacey, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just remembered more fucking pros. The voice actors in this, I, I loved all the voice actors. I was so excited every time one of the Transformers talked. I was here for it. Loved it. I thought, um, especially Mirage, my boy Pete Davison. I don't care. I loved it. I thought it was great. Hate him all you want. You can rebut later. That's why you have time for cons, not for pros. I, I want to add an addendum. 
Go ahead. Adele. I thought Pete Davidson was awesome. Okay, good. <laughs> You're shaking your head in a negative way, Jason. So I was surprised how good Pete Davidson was in this. I was, he has the, the funniest moments. It's so great. I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to see him do like actual dramatic stuff because I think he's growing as an actor. He did my... a couple dramatic movies, but yeah, I agree. I, I'm excited to see him expand into just instead of just playing himself constantly um so my second pro is thank god this came out before the writer strike because <laughs> i don't think that it could have i mean it was just like the story i don't know i i love transformers i i'm one of those people who loves all the Transformers movies i just think that they're always just fun movies regardless of how Logic. ridiculous they are yeah <laughs> so um i thought it was a good story and and uh if it would have been a victim of the writer strike i'll i'll think it would have made it um my third pro is oh sweet jesus with a birthday cake that mid-credit scene was delicious <laughs> so are we just gonna spoil it for them i just said that's all i said I, i'll <laughs> stay for the mid-credit scene Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thems and days. So, uh, yeah. All things are one now. Yeah. Uh, my next pro is bring your hermano, Sonic. Like, the kid wasn't, I thought that the kid wasn't annoying. He could have been. And I, I, I think it, I think it got a little close, but, but they did a good job just. Whenever I was just like, okay, then they just stopped. And I like the dynamic between him and his brother. I love the Sonic and Tails, um, which leads me to my fifth pro. The 2020s really trying to be the 90s, huh? Like, uh -huh. In, in, <laughs> like when the movie started, I was just like, wait, when does this take place? Like, I couldn't quite tell if it was modern or, or 90s. And then it, it tells you, you know, once he saves mm -hmm. the thing and he gets in the street, I was like, oh, okay, it's the 90s. Oh, yeah. Thank God we're finally getting a movie that like takes place in the 90s instead of they're just imitating it and then the flipping story doesn't make sense. So that's everything. Thank you. Uh, the only way I knew it was the 90s is because they digitally added in the World Trade Center. <laughs> yeah, but that was later. There was also a lower third that said 1994. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And the soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, you could have that could have seriously the soundtrack still could have been in the modern <laughs> thing. Like they, I didn't, I didn't realize how obsessed with the '90s this little era that we're living in right now is. I mean, everything old is new again. But I'll get to my uh, my my pros and that in just a second. William, would you like to share your pros and cons about the, or pros per, particularly about this your fun movie, The Transformers? Whether you have some or not, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I liked. I guess my biggest pro, and I, I don't know, is there a spot later on in the show where we discuss like actual plot points and things? Because right I don't want right now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my pro, I think this might cover a few points. So my pro is how small they kept the movie. Mm. You know, like the, the twenty or I guess two thousand seven through whenever the other the Shia LaBeouf Transformers. Mm -hmm. The They're Michael like Bay all over you. the world. They're all over the world <laughs> like a James Bond movie. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed that uh, That this one, it was, I mean, it was New York City and 
Peru. Yeah. And like two locations, but they they milked every ounce out of both of those locations. Um, and there was a few reasons. I mean, it's obviously it's easy to do a, to, to do a period piece in Peru because it still looks like the 1600s or whatever. But, um, but even like all of New York, like the cars, the the wardrobe, all of it, like they were able to do the the set dressing beautifully and completely make the 90s because they kept the movie so small. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's it's so. It takes you all the way out of a movie, like when it's supposed to be a period movie, and they do this like big wide shot, and they're like you said, the World Trade Center is like there, and and it's like wait, but it's 2010 or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, or I guess it would be the reverse of that, but like you know what I mean? Like when you're watching a period movie, and then you see something that's just gloriously out of place, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't you didn't see any of that there, which was cool. Um, I want to add in on that because in the third movie, I believe, well, no, it's the fourth one, the fourth Bayham movie. Uh, for no reason, they decide to go to China, and it's mm. like, and it, it took me. It, it, even though all these movies are ridiculous, I was just like, "Why does the CIA have a secret base in their biggest enemy's country?" <laughs> and they're gonna like, we're gonna go there and do more stuff. Like that does it. It just seemed like they were just like, "Oh yeah, we need to put this thing in China for uh, you know." Is that the, the Mark Wall? Is that the first Mark Wahlberg one? The first Marky Mark one. I'm yeah, sorry, that one. My ass. But he was I and I and I loved how they mentioned Marky Mark. And like that, even though I was barely riding with that movie in the beginning with, like then the, we're going out to China. I'm like, that makes no sense. But this one is like, oh yeah, we're going to Peru because we have a story reason to go to Peru. Mm-hmm. It's not like just because the Peruvian board of, of movies gave us extra money. I mean, I'm sure they did, but <laughs> they the actually tourism and trade commission. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so. But that is another pro how they how they used actual pop culture references. The the best movie that I've seen to do that recently is Air, the Michael Jordan movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's neat how they threw in the thing like Marky Mark's leaving the Funky Bunch, and then there's like, <laughs> I think at some point they're watching the O.J. Simpson trial or like yeah. the the stuff leading up to the Bronco chase. I can't remember which part of it, but I, I did write that down in my notes. Um, <laughs> It's just neat when they're able to tie in. I mean, because that was 1994. So you see the lower third, you see the thing that happened in 1994. And it's just, it's such an easy thing to do, but it's something that people miss doing when they're making period movies. So I thought that was really nice. Um, I guess the other the other pro being that they they kept it small, like you have... Uh, you have multiple different people groups and this is kind of allegorical in nature, I guess. Like mm-hmm. you have we're going the... high right now. We're using big college words. Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> no, a, uh... <laughs> trying to think of a, another one. No, it, but it's like you have, uh, you have, it starts out in the United States and like, if you're going all the way back in history, you know, like we're a country of immigrants. And I think it was neat that they show the, the two or the, the family, the, the Hispanic family that are immigrants. And then, but then you have two entirely different robot robot species mm-hmm. that are from other planets mm-hmm. entirely that landed here also. Um, and then when they get to Peru, you have the little village of people that are like covering or hiding the thing for millennia or whatever. But it's, that's, that goes with it keeping small. Like it made a story that's nonsensical, like alien robots doing something. It made it more family. 
probably arguably more family than like any of the Fast and the Furious movies, even like, oh. you, know, like you, have, <laughs> you have each little technically each little people group. And at one point, they're all like fighting for this thing for their own selfish reason. Like Noah mm -hmm. says, like, we have to get the thing and destroy it because my family needs to live. Mm -hmm. You know, Optimus Prime is like, we need to get that thing and take it away from here because my family needs to live. You know, and they're all going for the same thing and they don't even realize it. And mm -hmm. so like that's it's a social commentary because like whether it's a race thing or a community thing or just individual families in the same neighborhood, we're all trying to get ours. But like if we all work together, we could do a better thing. And they ultimately land there in the that's, end. So it's the pretty whole cool. The entire theme of the movie right there is like mm -hmm. if we had done this all together. And that's the, that's the way you even see it. <laughs> so all are one, right? Yeah, and it took them the entire movie to get there. And I'm like, you guys have been together literally the whole time. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> you could have coordinated this, you know. But I mean, then we wouldn't have a movie. So, But I, I thought all of those things were cool. Like the, like the whole, like we all try our own thing, but we should all try it together and see what happens mm -hmm. kind of thing. I thought that was cool. I also want to point out a joke there that was in that movie with... Uh, I can't remember the dude's name. Anthony Romas, Nick Noah Diaz, and uh, Wheeljack. <laughs> it's like, where are you from? He's like Cybertron. It's yeah. like, well, the accent. He's like, that's kind of right, racist. right, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you like, it is funny like, how like they were working those themes in, and it's like a joke, but it's like, wait, we should watch what we say, kind of thing too. Like, yeah. it's, it was neat. It was cool. Yeah. Um, another pro, if I can add a fourth, um, yeah, you can add as many as you want. I had a kajillion, so you're good. Rumor has it there's no rules. So, yeah. Um, I don't. Do you guys have a separate part of this show where you talk about the the music itself, or is that just kind of worked in wherever? That's you want in the pros. To? Wherever you like want. It's in the pros. Mm -hmm. Um, you may have to go back and listen for this, but I thought it was hilarious. There was a, it wasn't a direct plagiarism, but it was an homage, I guess. Um, when, when the, uh, when the first planet is getting eaten, uh, right when the thing like comes through the atmosphere, you hear like a few notes that like are very reminiscent of the Imperial March from Star Wars. <laughs> I heard that too. Did yeah. you really? <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like. And like, because you, when you see that the Death Star come through the first time and they blow up mm -hmm. the planet, like that march or that sound is playing, you know, and it was, it was, it was just neat. The, the, uh, the symbolism was not lost on me that like a planet was about to be destroyed and you hear the thing from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. And the soundtrack was just. Oh, the soundtrack wow. was amazing. Perfect. It slaps. Mm. Yeah. It makes you want to just. Right upside your mom's head. Just <laughs> don't talk about your mom that way. She's a very nice lady. Look, maybe that's why your dad doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> you always be slapping that mama. <laughs> Would you keep your hands off my wife? <laughs> that's my wife, boy. Jason, you want to jump in? Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Oh, uh, the water seems nice and warm. Uh <laughs> Will's already finished peeing in it, so I feel like uh, I'll just just go and let the chlorine just wash away. Right. Uh, <laughs> right, right. A tough act to follow. So yes, I will go. Uh, my first pro, Optimus Primal, is my spirit animal. Like <laughs> this is probably the first movie where I was like, "Fucking hate Optimus Prime," and then Optimus Primal came, and I was like, "Oh, 
this dude feels more Optimus Prime than Optimus Prime does. And then, you know, they explain it in the movie that this is a young Optimus that ain't really just a got his shit together yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But Optimus Prime yeah. was like, He got to nah, grow bro. up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we out here with these humans. We doing our thing. We, we living our best lives. I don't even know why y'all even here. Y'all need to belt. So I thought that was dope. Um, that because as a, my first Transformers, I know it's going to be blasphemous, was Beast Wars. I was on the cartoon one in 84. I had mine's Beast Wars, so Optimus Primal has always been my prime. And to see him on screen, and now he's not as dope as Beast Wars, but it was still cool to see him on screen, and they didn't, like, punk him out because, let's be truthful, Michael Bay always punks out Optimus Prime and all his. Like, Optimus Prime began his ass whoop. <laughs> Optimus Prime <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> So I was I was dope with uh, Optimus Primal doing this thing. Um, pro number two, they transform the humans into something enjoyable. Yes, the humans actually have a purpose here, and it actually works. And the purpose isn't just because you need a character to relate to the audience. You can relate to the robots. You can relate to oh, well, excuse me, the aliens. I keep on with the aliens, or you can relate to the human characters. The human characters here, especially Anthony Romans at his heart, they actually push the plot along they actually have something to gain and lose in all of this and i thought like you said i mean william hit it on the head when he said they all like have their own interests for why they need this item and giving the humans the smart interests of like <laughs> hey we destroy this we ain't got to worry about this we, <laughs> we good <laughs> i was like that's brilliant because most movies would have not done that it had been like Oh man, me and the aliens are friends now. Let's fight and let's do this. And it would have been the end. But this was like, nah, it had real pressure, especially when Homeboy turns and is like, Nate, take it. And I'm like, ooh, is Nate <laughs> gonna do it now? We know, you know, but because movies are movies, but still the fact that it was set up to actually have me debating if he's gonna really like do this or not, and is this the right choice and all that. So I mean it was really good to have the human characters actually be a part of this. And uh, worthwhile part of the the movie. Number three, my number my third pro. I was once blind, but now I can see. Thank God they actually let you see the Transformers. Mm. Jesus, the biggest issue I always had with Michael Bay is that I felt like it was always shadows and hidden, and or he would move the camera so quick, you never got to really enjoy just looking at these beasts of uh, creatures and aliens. This one solves all that. Like you see them full blast, you, you all of it. It's just it was just good. It was refreshing. And I know Bumblebee kind of started that trend more or less, but it just was really nice here to see the diversity of all the Transformers, but all but also being able to see what makes them different. Because I mean, Michael Bay's to be completely real with you. All of them outside of Bumblebee and Optimus and Megatron, all of them look the same to me. Like I couldn't I mean, tell you who was who blend in and they transform the same and it's just like it's just noise in michael Bay, which is what he likes to do is just put as much yeah. crap on the screen as possible but it's just like i'm here to see the robots not your 40 seconds of just cbcd garbage right and then that goes to like even being able to see uh my next one is ready fight because the fight scenes in here are awesome like mm -hmm. they it felt like someone had a vision of what they wanted it to feel like and their vision was, hey, you remember on Saturday morning we would watch the cartoon and they had cool fight scenes in there where they would shoot each other and, the, and they wouldn't do a goddamn thing to each other? Let's actually make that reality in this movie. So these fight scenes 
felt like they were ripped straight from the cartoon because they'd be shooting each other. And I'd be like, why are you wasting your bullet? They're not doing anything. <laughs> why, why do you even have regular bullets in the first place? Right? It does nothing. They're just shooting this gun just to say you're shooting guns, Transformers. It, I mean, it's almost like the Pacific Rim, uh, Pacific Rim way of life. Like, oh, if you don't have a sword to cut something, all your other stuff means nothing. So, but I do enjoy because if you watch Transformers, they literally shoot each other half the episode. That and the other show, the the Soldier Show, and nobody really does anything any damage with it until they get up and close. So, but this one actually too crafts the fight scenes like a real action. Like if it was real live action people here, like from the cutscenes, that final battle is amazing. Um, just let them go at it. They let the people flex their ability, let them fight, which again, um, I just watched a recent a couple of the Bay ones, and yeah, he doesn't do a good job of just letting the action settle in. So, and my last one is my last pro is uh Scourge is best boy. I'm sorry. I know he was under he was the bad guy, he was under the thumb, but homeboy was a beast, like. It makes me ashamed that I rooted for Megatron when we got this guy out here waxing his handling business, taking souvenirs. <laughs> right, right, right. That's so I feel bad. Up. That's so effed. <laughs> Whenever I first saw that, I was like, oh my God, like he's for real sociopath. Like, wow. Yeah. He was okay. also like, talk to talk to my people as I whoop them on Thanos, Thanos style. Like, he was straight like yeah. monologuing as he's whooping your ass. Like, yeah. that is awesome to me. Uh, shout out to him. He is best boy because even though he's getting chucked out, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Also, uh, the the guy Peter English himself. But even though, which Peter English has a very good repertoire of like, you know, oh I'm gonna play the little person, but then I'm gonna play the giant dwarf in Marvel. But I'm gonna play this (laughs) badass robot. But uh, no, he uh, he's best boy man because he he took all the hate from his boss, but still kept out there grinding on cats and uh. Yeah, it's really rare that I actually root for the villain. I was like, man, this dude is so cool. I actually like the way he's just waxing everybody, including how he waxed Prime early on. Like, he, he dropped oh, he beat a lucky monument on this dude. That's amazing. <laughs> like, like, it's what they to beat somebody up. It's what they to be like, drop this monument on you and keep walking. That's awesome to me. I'm sorry. I popped forward in the theater. Everybody's looking at me like, this dude is crazy. But it was still great. Um, <laughs> so, yes, those are my pros. All I could think about with uh, with that was he's an angry elf. <laughs> oh, look, yes, he's angry. <laughs> he must be from the South don't, Pole. <laughs> don't say that to his face. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. He's an no, angry no, elf. No, no, no. He's such an angry elf. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll just go over a couple of things uh, real quickly. Yeah. Uh, characters you care for. Uh, Anthony Ramos uh, and his little brother were great. I actually like in most in the other Michael Bay films, uh, Shia LaBeouf's character Sam Witwicky is a blubbering idiot. Uh, Marky Mark is Marky Mark, which is like a borderline racist asshole. <laughs> this one, <laughs> who, <laughs> who somehow is convinced to let a a grown man have sex with his child <laughs> and, and they put that in the movie that's gross uh and this one you're actually like oh i actually like these people like i actually care about them and want them to succeed and they're not just overhyped care you know you know caricatures of what characters should be hmm. so that's actually refreshing to see in a transformers movie even though they kind of did that in Baldi as well 
number two, well, next one, uh, Transformers roll out. Like, we had them all. Like, we had a, a nice assortment of Transformers, of beast machines. Um, we didn't have any uh, Predacons or, or Decepticons, but we'll get to that later. But they all had different personalities, all had some with it, something to do. And it was just cool just to see your toys alive on the screen. Um, yeah. And I, can I add it? did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I could have watched the cheetah uh, run like for, I could have just watched that for an hour. I could have <laughs> just, just, just like, loop just over and over. see like every little, like they just put so much detail into the beast. Like you could just see every joint moving and every, I don't know the cheetah I loved, I, and um, obviously the eagle, air girl. razor, air razor. Isn't that Miss Michelle Yo? Yes, like our girl. <laughs> yeah. Like we just need to make a whole show just dedicated to just her. Dedicated to Michelle Yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, why have yeah, we not yeah. done that yet? Why are we trying to get Samuel Jackson this when we could get Michelle Yo? I, I bet you'd actually do this. She just won an Oscar too. <laughs> yeah. So. We can oh, we, we, we can't get her anymore. She's out of our oh. range. Yeah, she's out of our range. Out of all oh, four, watch gosh. her. Face. The second I heard Airazor speak, I was like, oh. like I was so excited. <laughs> so yeah, the beasts were just beautiful. Like they, I love the attention to detail with the beasts. Loved it, loved it. Sorry. I'm going to go into slight spoiler territory here. So if you don't want to be spoiled, please plug your ears. Go blah 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 for like. 30 seconds but my <laughs> my next pro is a stick to the heart they killed bumblebee <laughs> in the beginning of the movie and i was like oh shit we actually have stakes like yeah. i know bumblebee is going to come back at the end of this movie i know he's going to be fine because he's but they literally killed off the franchise lead in the first 10 minutes of the movie and like I that got me amped because I was like, Bumblebee's the guy. Everybody likes Bumblebee. Everybody wants Bumblebee around. And he gets murdered. <laughs> They're like, yeah. we're doing something different. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that because I don't like Bumblebee. Hot Rod's my guy. <laughs> they could put him in the movie. And lastly, <laughs> a soundtrack that actually slaps. I am tired, and I'm looking at you, Stranger Things. Of <laughs> period piece stuff that leaves out and Lisa knows I'm not a hip hop fan, mm-hmm. but you're leaving out the greatest music of mm-hmm. all time, seventies, eighties and nineties. And you're, and in all these other shows, it's fucking, uh, you know, some indie hip, you know, eighties band that no one knows about that gets glowed, gl- you know, uh, gassed up because now that people hear it, but <clears throat> this, movie started off with the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. And then just kept fire going the whole entire time. Like, why are we not doing more of this? Yeah. Like, this soundtrack was awesome. Like, every song that they used uh, was a banger and just brought me back to back when I had a high top fade, you know, hot boxes on my feet and enjoying the, you know, there was a TLC Waterfalls reference. It was, yes. <laughs> Like why? Like why has this not been done before in movies? Like they obviously had some black people in the writing room. I'm glad. That's my last pro. <laughs> yeah, you Ain't know if you're like singing along. Black? I don't know. 
Yeah, I didn't. I forgot to check and see who the director was. But I feel like if you know you're singing along while you're watching the movie, you know it's great. Because the second time, yeah. the second I heard a little bit of this, a little bit of that, I was like, yeah. I'm just singing along while they're just flipping, murdering people. Like, oh, that guy's dead. Okay, let's go. <laughs> they killed lots of people. All right, let's go to our best segment: the cons. Con. 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 Okay. Lisa, give us your cons. Okay, I just have I did only have two cons. So con number one. This must take place in the X-Men universe because I have no clue which timeline we're on. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't like Fair when enough. I thought I knew Fair where enough. we were, then then they killed Bumblebee, and then I was like Huh, and then something else happened, and then yeah, I'm not really sure where we are. Um, my my boo has since told me that he thinks that Bumblebee reset the timeline, mm-hmm. and so now this is just a sequel to Bumblebee. So yes. so we're just so we're just on the Bumblebee timeline, I guess. We but sh- we've gotten rid of the Bayham, and we're now in. The but Bumblebee. I was still but I was still a little <laughs> lost because it still felt like they were trying to like nod to. I don't know. They referenced them a, a few it, times. It's, it's think, weird, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Didn't they say we've done this before? And yeah, something? it's weird because Bumblebee technically was the prequel to the Bayham first one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then this weird. one, do reference that Bumblebee had a friend, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it was one human Bumblebee." Like Optimus mm-hmm. says that to him, so I'm thinking that's referencing Haley Steinfeld, which you know was more than mm-hmm. one human. But anyway. I think I was representing her. She's more than one human to me. But I feel like if all this wild shit had happened <laughs> already, why was everybody so shocked by the time they got the Michael Bay's Transformers? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. Just eliminate it Michael Bay's. That's funny. That's the best way to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's fine. I just was. I just went with it. I was like, okay, what well, if I if I can watch every single X-Men movie and just let it go, I can do that with yeah, this. Yeah. It's fine. Um, number two. Did Hasbro lose the rights to their transforming sound? You can't <laughs> you can't tell me that that was the same. It wasn't. It was a different noise when they were transforming wait, and wait. it was like jarring. Yes. Time out. What was the sound again? So I remember going, like, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> so, that needs to be the I, title sequence of the show, I think. You hear that noise that she just made. Okay, listen. Listen. I know it's a different sound. You can't tell me it's not. Because I've watched those movies so many times. The second I saw the first person transform. Well, it was the beast, I think, that I don't know. So so I thought maybe like the beast sound different. And then whenever I saw I heard like the Autobots, it was a different sound too. And I was like, what? The F. Maybe they were on the money and they couldn't afford the right their own sound. sound. So they had to make a new one. I know James was like, they own it. How can they not? I'm like they spent all their money on the sync licenses for the nineties hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's all, it's all on the Porsche and the yeah, and the Ducati. They can't afford anything else. So ooh, RC. I forgot to mention RC. She could get it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> odd, odd fetish. Uh, <laughs> you could get it. Have you not seen Cybersonics Three? There's an RC man. She could get it too. <laughs> I, guess, I, guess I, I saw you, William. Oh, is it me? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> um, I just didn't understand a few things. I think my cons come from me not fully understanding the universe because, like, I don't, uh, I don't fully love the Transformers stuff the way that you guys seem to. Uh, um, <laughs> and I'm losing faith in Marvel with every movie <laughs> as well. Um, so like those type of things that are just like truly outlandish stories. Like I kind of went into this just hoping for something, you know, and I got a lot of good things out of it, but like, um, it was weird to me. It felt like the rules were changing in the final battle. And you guys might be able to explain this to me, but like Mirage just like gave his spare parts to Noah (laughs) and made him an Iron Man suit or something. Apparently that happens in the in the cartoon so does it apparently that's canon yep okay man because that that pulled me yeah. out for a minute i was like yeah. what like why i will certainly we could have done something this else to uh i guess to second this in the moment because i didn't know they do didn't know that was canon but i was with you and i was like this is weird not but i'm gonna tell you the what made up justification in my mind the mid credit scene that we're talking about is blah blah, blah. if people remember the first movie of that I thought that's what he had got on. Mm. And I thought that was like a connecting mm. line to be, that was just oh. my head cannon, nothing to do with, but ah, I, I saw there. that and was like, that's odd. Why would I do that? <laughs> yes. Head cannon. And then the name at of the, the end, when he, you know, he looks at the car and I go, right. I go, Oh, maybe that was supposed to be a thing. I, I don't know, but yes, I'm with you that. I thought it was weird too, but if it's canon, then, you know, mm. Cool. Yeah, I and I figured confused. I figured there was just something I didn't know there. You know what I mean? I was like, also confused about the timeline of events of where the Beast Machines, the Maximals, came from. I don't know. Maybe I just missed a line uh, because they were like, "Oh, we're from your future, but also your past." Because like they came like five thousand years in the past. I don't know. <laughs> I was, I was because in the 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 Beast Machines, they were from the future and they traveled right. back in the past to when there was yeah. only dinosaurs. But yeah. this one, they're on a planet. Yeah, I thought that end. too. Like the the kind of the Star Wars thing. It's like a, a galaxy far, far away, long, long time ago, that kind of thing. But it's like kind of the future, also. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like it, the apes, where they did a weird time warp, where they came. I don't know. Yeah. yeah like oh, weird. I was named after you. It's like, dude, you've been on this planet for like ten thousand years. Like <laughs> you don't even notice, dude. Like I was like, um, I don't know. Our producer yeah. says crystal the crystal can... will travel through time and space. I think that is the oh, justification. There we go. Being... Oh, okay. Maybe I I, I, I so. may might have missed that point because I was like, they're like, you're your past and your future. Like, yo, yo, five thousand years ago, forever. Yeah. <laughs> like even Mirage was like, okay, like when he was giving her the crazy <laughs> Mirage. Like, so even <laughs> even they didn't have a reasoning for it. Because Mirage was like, Yeah, okay. Like, so. <laughs> Keep it going. Right, go on. Um, the other one was a uh, a weird dialogue thing. Jason, did you get a chance to watch it again after I told you about it? You are hundred percent correct. I, I caught it the first time, but it it is is what you said it was. <laughs> so okay, because man, that that was crazy. Like with three hundred people on the set, and then all the months of editing that that film went through. There's some dialogue right after Noah loses the opportunity for his job, and uh, he says. He says, I'm sorry, little bro, or something like that. And the, the little brother says, What did he say? I can't remember the line, goes, but I'm like, sorry. Yeah, he, I'm he so, says, oh, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. He said, The little brother says, I'm sorry. And then Noah's like, 
no, it's not. None of this is as if the little brother had said, it's all right. Instead of, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And so he like answers a question that didn't exist or oh it was just God. a weird so thing that a script supervisor editing. had, they been just paying attention a little bit would have been like, yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> you know? So like the fact that that happened within like the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie i was like oh my god because i kind of went into it like i don't think i'm gonna like this and then all of a sudden like that happened because i'm a writer and i'm like somebody had to have been paying attention here and they weren't and so it's just a i mean i think that's one of the most grotesque dialogue mishaps in any movie i've ever seen actually so i don't know i, I just have really you seen halloween like wait which halloween is it that we halloween, <laughs> those halloween don't count. Kills. Kills. Yeah, seen the halloween worst kills. halloween movie ever <laughs> those don't count. okay okay yeah. um but yeah no those two things were weird i was like okay so somebody's iron man now and then the other thing was the weird script uh script supervision mishap so like, out of nowhere i'm iron man i can fight like and then the, the fact that they all were like doing that marvel thing like where they fly and then they land on the one knee yeah and i'm like well, we, they, need, we, we have Bain, to get a new right? superhero pose like yeah. that one's weird and a little tired it's battle the knees dared uh, deadpool said it it's, you know you're gonna hurt yourself like that yeah <laughs> just blow out the kneecap then who, who can you fight then nobody right <laughs> but i think that's sad. it i mean it was other than that it was just a feel-good movie that somehow tied human emotion to uh to Some alien time. robots so <laughs> somebody else go all right <laughs> My cons. Cons. And this, I hate this because I know I'm about about to feed the wrong side of the algorithm. (laughs) I'm gonna feed the wrong side of the algorithm as I say this. But my first con is wokeness in disguise. Mm. It was cringy for me when he's like, "What do you mean, you people? Like, you don't even know me." And I was like, "Oh, why? Why does this in this movie? Like, I get it. You, You didn't get the job." Some dude said that you didn't want a good teammate or whatever, but it was like that. And then it was like the, oh, the black woman at work is undervalued because she's better than everybody and can't do it. And I was just like, it it didn't go anywhere. Even like, I know they tried to make it like, oh, he's working with these aliens now, so he's learning to work as a team. And it's like, but did he really learn how to work as a team? Because he really didn't like do anything like yeah yeah and he like he fought people because like he had to fight them because they were going to kill him it wasn't like he was like oh you know what y'all handle this i'm walking away and like but it's like nah he was like i'm I'm with this the whole time so it never was a moment where i felt like he didn't know how to work as a team i guess is what i'm saying to now get to the moment where he learns how to work as a team so putting it in a movie felt just weird to me and then like i said even her like I'm underrated, and I know the payoff was at the end, and she's sitting on 60 Minutes and huge celebrity, but it's like I think it's hard for me to fathom, even in the, the wild racist 90s, that an intelligent woman of any ilk couldn't make it through the ranks or just get a new job that could show that she could do this better than the... I don't know. It just was awkward for me to be Especially in there. Since she's showing that she could do this shit like she's sitting there telling the, the doctor all sorts of stuff and the doctor's like that's nice sweetheart <laughs> it's like are are you not listening like what's going on right. like especially when her genius. boss is a woman yeah, like yeah her boss is a woman too so it was just like i i just felt like it was in there because it was like hey and i'm all for wokeness and putting things out on blast but i felt like in this movie when there you have aliens who blow shit up why 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 do we need like what are you yeah. just reminding me that 
women are undervalued at the workplace. Trust me, I know. I have a wife and I have two daughters. I get it. I don't think I really need to be reminded that in the Transformers movie. And, and if it was it. done well, if it was done well, that would have been one thing. But the fact that, like, if it was hard on the the black woman, then the white woman wouldn't have had the job either. Right. I don't right. Think. That's what so like that's that, what my premise that is yeah. That is weird. Like yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Like none of them should have been there. <laughs> or the fact yeah, women that, like, have no place in science in, or whatever. Like just we, kidding. We've all just kidding. Worked I didn't in environments. Yeah, and we all work in environments like at one point, remember, like she's trying to talk to her and she closes like oh, it's like lab facility people only here. So you're telling me no one else in that building knows how smart she is? Like no one else in that building. Like she doesn't talk to anybody else. And like she all these theories she has, she doesn't share with anybody but this one woman. Because we've all worked in buildings, we'd be like, oh no. Go to such and such. They they will probably know this more than anybody. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just it bothered me. Well, and to I know be fair, we that... only saw we only saw one day in her life. Like, right. I get what you're saying. I think that that I I agree with you, but I do think we also remember saw very limited interaction. So um, I don't. I agree. It, I thought that it was weird when I saw it. Like, and I was just like, man, really, women not supporting women, especially in the '90s, because the '90s was such a a powerful time yeah, to be they had an, the a young adult <laughs> um <laughs> you know like like you know i just you know not that's like the era of like living single and you know all the of best those friends. like yes the best friends for real <laughs> and you know in the like like um i feel like the 90s black culture was really celebrated and elevated and and lifted um probably more so than now because now we just got fucking dumbasses talking all the time but um so so when i was watching this scene i was just like well that's weird i wonder why her boss and then i was like oh i guess it's the 90s maybe they're just trying to show that um just like tell you know like getting her like i didn't see it as I don't see it as the same lens you guys have. So I always have to remind myself. So now you're saying it, I see it. But at the time I didn't see it as, you know, a white woman, like taking all the credit for a black woman's work. I was just looking as like a stupid C-U-N-T boss taking all the work. Count? It like claiming, (laughs) claiming all of the work that her subordinate took. Right. Cause, cause I've been in that situation so many times with men and women just if you're smart, usually the person above you is a dodo who's just good at schmoozing and pretending to be relevant. So, so that that's how I took it. I don't have the same lens as you guys, so I see what you're saying. Well, I get that too. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to work an office job where like everyone was stupid that was above me, <laughs> yes. and it wasn't because I'm like some prideful person or something. It's just they were the worst. Yeah. And so I I realized that that's kind of a thing with office politics is like the there's a phrase that says good workers are hard to find. So idiots get promoted to management <laughs> you know, just to get them out of the way so the work can get done. You know, so yeah. I mean, there was definitely a lot of that in that in those interactions as well. So, yeah, again, just thought it was weird to be in this movie. Yeah, I just thought it was weird to be in this movie. And also, like, yeah, you could have molded the characters i will say i'll give this credit for the movie this i'll give it it's like they could have easily handled uh anthony ramos character as being like an ex-con and that's why he couldn't get a job the fact that it didn't go that route and it was like oh no he was in the service oh. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, at least, at least they went that route for me. <laughs> right? yeah. I'll give them that credit because it was easy, low hanging fruit to be like, oh, he's an ex con. That's why. Especially when, like, the thing he literally does when he can't get a job after it is like, go to the streets. So I'll give it credit that they didn't go that route. Um, and then my last con is, I guess, in opposition to a lot of you guys, I hated the needle drops in this, man. I thought the needle drops was like, Hey guys, it's the nineties. If you if you forgot, it's the nineties, right? Like, let, listen to the song. The nineties are here. Like, you, you like the nineties? Mm. And then as a guy also that loves music and hip hop, a lot of the songs weren't like I think this is supposed to take place in like ninety four. A lot of those songs weren't in ninety four, which is fine, but it made it more annoying for me when I felt like they were just trying to remind me. It's the I was 90s curious about that, song. but I didn't look it up. Oh yeah, because uh, Waterfalls didn't come out to like ninety six. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it was just yeah. interesting, but I will give credit. She did sing group thing, which is a banger when I was growing up. So I was like, oh, Look, that, that made it. Somebody got a check for that, hopefully. Good job for her. <laughs> if this was Stranger Things, all the songs were like Garth Brooks or fucking Billy Ray Cyrus. I can't wait to, to review the next season of uh, Stranger Things in 2027 with you, in Jason. In 2027, when uh, all these people grow. <laughs> Lucas has a full-grown beard now. Well, he has beard now. Anyway. No, my wife and I joke all the time, if they keep stalling, they're going to have to have Stranger Things the college years. They're all in their mid-40s anyway. I, would, I mean, yeah, I it's would not a bad, bad angle. <laughs> I would watch that show, and I would love that. It's Stranger Things the college years, because <laughs> I have a thing about kids beating up on villains and how that's the dumbest thing ever that we've written some movies now. But anyway, I, I, uh, there I you definitely, go. Definitely hate when kids beat up, like, do things that adults in a previous movie have done, and then I'm like, kids can do it, and it's so easy. And it's like, nearly killed those dudes, those grown ass men over there. And these kids are doing, I get what you're saying, Jason. Yeah, but you watch Mummy Returns and happen, and I was like, that kid's like eight, my daughter's 11. (laughs) It is no world that my daughter, knowing that we're going to get into a fight, would ever goof her way to beat me up. Like, (laughs) it drives me insane, but anyway, that's that's my own personal peeve. I'll keep it in my box. (laughs) My kid's 14. There's not shit that he can do in any situation that, that is viable. I don't know. It's like worse I feel like adults kid... have like weapons and shit. And if you lose it, I'm like, what? You know what? Again, I'm getting, I'm getting triggered. I'm getting triggered. I think We're my t- daughter could stand a chance. I think she would. Your I, kid could. Yeah. I think the adults could. didn't have the ability to make their nose bleed out of the corner while they were doing it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's all. That's the one thing they were missing. So if they would have gotten that, <laughs> right. they could have won a long time ago. <laughs> like you're a child, I should be easily be able to beat your ass. <laughs> like, yes. I'm grown up. I got bills to pay. I'm not losing to no kid. <laughs> look at this big bat demon from another universe, and you lost to a bunch of middle schoolers. Here comes a fifth grader. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> What will What's he do? Plan? And they will not yeah, even man. hit right. puberty. Sorry, yet. Not, yep. Can't even talk to girls. All right. That's awesome. Uh, my first con is cons. No Decepticons, no Predacons. Like, come on, guys. What, what, what are we doing here? Like, where, mm. where, where's, uh, where's Megatron? Is that the guy? Megatron? I don't know. You know. Where's you know Starscream? it's Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> like. Where are my predicates? I, you know, Peter Dinklage was great. You know, Scourge is great. But, like, if I'm going to transfer the movie, I need my Transformers. I need my toys to, to fight the, the other toys that I have. Maybe they're where the original transforming sound is. They got yeah. left. They, they just couldn't afford, afford them. 
Uh, number two con is he's just a pot device. Uh, man, like Dominic Fishback, um, more so than the the, the, the whole the putting in the woke thing, like she literally is nothing to do besides expel, you know, exposition to everybody and then not do anything in the end that's important because they just totally write it out. <laughs> it's like, oh, I put in the code, but now it's blasted. It's like, oh, then I'm just going to, you know, blow it up anyway. Like, why didn't y'all do that in the first place? <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> what happened? I was like, like, if it was that easy, <laughs> if it's all we had to do, <laughs> y'all should have sent her black ass home, man. Like, we got him here. <laughs> and like, I've been watching Swarm. Dominic Fishback has is an incredible actress if she's given the right stuff to do. And this one, I just feel like she was completely underutilized in her abilities and what have you, especially for someone who's new in the scene. I was just so proud she had clothes on the whole time. Yeah. Like, not... it wasn't like the Megan Fox thing from the, the early movies. Oh, gross. Like, they didn't need, like, the sex symbol. It, like, she carried yeah. enough weight with all of her clothes on, which was, yeah. I thought, great. <laughs> she, need to, she didn't need to go wash Michael Bay's car to get a job. Exactly. Uh, or forced <laughs> to go wash Michael Bay's car to get a job. Because oh. it's not Megan Fox's fault. Fox's fault. It's Michael Bay's fault. Yes. And she was, like, 15 when she did it. It's gross. Yeah, yeah, that's the face you should be making. <laughs> Why are people so gross? Can't. Not just people, men. Mm. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, next con is lights in the sky. Of course, this ends mm. with a beam mm. in the sky, uh, mm. some MacGuffin that needs to put the thing in the beam. Like, come on, y'all. Like, this is the ninth movie where we've done this. Like I get it, it's a trope, but like, let's do something different. One, maybe they don't have to stop the light in the sky. Maybe they just, you know, need to stop someone's mother-in-law from marrying a dude. I don't, I don't fucking. Know. <laughs> that is the Transformers movie we all need. Yeah. Bumblebee. Maybe they have an evil stepmom and they don't want to go to freaking boarding school. Do something different at this point. All right. That stop is and it's not just Transformers movies. It's all superhero movies where it all ends with a light in the sky. I hate it. Mm. I hate it. It's gross. I also, if I could interject a con. Of course. Interject a con. That's the next... Uh, <laughs> there you go. The interject next race of aliens that they're going to fight. Um, wow, that went off somewhere else. Um, they, like, movies like this never get what the public reaction would be. You yeah, know, like yeah. in a situation like this, the world would be utter chaos in a matter of minutes. Well, there's a giant planet-sized thing coming through the atmosphere. We right. Would, Every we human being on Earth would freak the F out <laughs> about that. And like there couldn't even be a fight anywhere because everybody would be killing each other trying to survive or whatever. Like there would be no order in society ever again. 94, that would have been Bill Clinton. He would have been too busy, like, well, here are the nukes. Uh, like, Monica, zip, get over zip here. it up, Bill. We have a situation. Right. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Anyway, that, that's my con. Go ahead. All right. And my last con is it's a trap. No freaking rat trap. The best maximal there is. What, what are we doing? Why do we even make the movie, guys, if there's not rat mm. trap in it? He's the literally the best maximal there's ever have ever been, and they leave him completely out. 
as well as other Maximals did not have any. Like Rhinox didn't have any personality. Uh, Cheetor didn't have any personality. It, they they did the the beasts that, the Maximals that weren't Optimus Primal and A Rays are dirty. But even dirtiest thing is leaving out freaking Rat Trap. Christ. They ran out of money. What do you want from them? I want for them to get rid of a, a person. I don't know. Toby, uh, Inge, even though I love Toby, I can't pronounce his last name, Galway, uh, they could have mm-hmm. doubled out him. So, fun fact, uh, when he was offered this role, he was like, I'm bringing my wife and my kids, too. And they were like, okay. It's like, no, no, y'all going to put up in a hotel for this whole entire shoot. <laughs> so he probably, he's had his whole family there, just the whole entire time. That's what he does. Yeah. Who is it? Check out his music. It's great. Who are you talking about? Toby in 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 Galway. He was the uh, his, the... Uh, the the black guy who was going to steal cars with Anthony Ramos's character. Oh, okay. <laughs> who was chewing on the Twizzlers? Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> well, I mean that's not that big of a feat. He was probably on set for like ten days. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, movies don't really want to spend more money than they have to, and they're like, you bring it all. He got like three kids and a wife. Yeah. Put it's only one in the hotel bands. room. And if you see his videos, he got a lot of friends. <laughs> they all wear teal. <laughs> all of them. Everybody. Just like 100 people. <laughs> just hanging out. But yeah, that was in his contract. But that's my last con. Well, I don't... It It was really... It really made my butthole itch that I didn't have Rat Trap in there. Hmm. <laughs> wow, what would he have brought to the table? Absolutely. Oh, that's what I want to say. Like... <laughs> I feel like Mirage was Rat Trap. I feel like that, they were the same guy. Well, they should have got rid of Pete Davis's Mirage and made it Pete Davis's Rat Trap. He's already like yeah. a rat anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, yeah. we do not shame people on this show. How is that shaming him? I want him to be Rat Trap. I want him to be a better character. Okay. Also, I'm pretty sure Pete Davidson gives a damn what we think. We know his record. Yeah. Pete Davidson's like, yeah, I'm just that Lyle, of course I'm a rat. Like... <laughs> I've eaten out of the trash before. I'm from Staten Island. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> you know who was else eating out of Staten Island out of the trash? Colin Yost, because he's from Staten Island too. <laughs> I'm just thinking about sponsorship for this uh yeah, this thing, like with your butthole itching the way that it does, like maybe some gold bond or preparation age. <laughs> Look, I, I, I remember all the other on, things man. I see late night at my grandma's TV. Sweet enemas. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Billy Mays had an infomercial about something that could help that. I know. Oh, rest in peace, Billy Mays. Yeah. Anyway, mm. I'm sorry about your all butthole. Right. <laughs> Are we so ready for people. the rocks? The rocks rundown. rundown. Yeah. DMC. Lisa. Okay. You want Ready? to your rocks rundown? Okay, this, my rocks... For those who don't know about the oh, rocks yeah. rundown, we're going to explain this real quick. Uh, this is where we go over our pros and cons very briefly and then give our final score for the movie from one to five, uh, one being complete garbage and five being comp- the best movie we've ever seen in their life. Uh, and obviously these numbers don't correlate with any other thing that we've ever seen. Anything. Anything. They don't correlate oh, with anything else we've done. <laughs> ever. My ever. numbers my numbers are legit. My numbers correlate with all the shit I like. So eh, I, don't, I don't know what they talk about. They don't. No. I don't. <laughs> all okay, right, ready? What do you have? Ready. Okay, yes. my rundown is 
uh, pros. Yo, Stacey, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. <laughs> Number two is, thank God this came out before the writer's strike. Number three is, oh, sweet Jesus, with a birthday cake. That mid credit scene was delicious. Number four is, bring your hermano, Sonic. Number five is, the 2020s really trying to be the 90s, huh? My cons. Cons! Are, are, this must take place in the X-Men universe because I have no clue which timeline we're on. And number two, did Hasbro lose the rights to their transforming sound? Uh, I love this movie. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's high. That's really high. Yeah. So high. So high. All right. I don't know. You like the rundown? The Rocks rundown? I'll give it a shot. I don't have anything written down that I can read off as, as cleanly as, <laughs> as we just saw. Um, <laughs> but I will say that the family element and the uh, the tribes thing was was cool. That was a pro. Uh, how they all figured out how to work together in the end. That was a pro. Um how they had people that kept their clothes on and still figured out a way to do a, a, a plot. That was a pro. Um, music that was good, but not period correct, I guess. It, it happened in the 90s. It was definitely in the 90s. Yes. Um, it was nostalgic for me because I, um, I had a chance to go to Machu Picchu. I was working at an orphanage oh, in wow. Peru in 2006. That was like a two-hour boat ride from Machu Picchu. And I was like, no, nah, I'll be mm. back here sometime. I'll, I'll go <laughs> later. And I never went. So uh, oh. I know, super, super bombed what? about that. Why and, are you uh, in Peru? <laughs> I, I was in Peru. But I did get to go to a uh, uh, like a ruin, like a village of ruins that were uh, like everybody in the village was killed by an earthquake in like the 1400s or something. <laughs> so like... We got to walk through there. It wasn't underground like in this movie, but like obviously this is a personal anecdote because nobody else really has that story, I don't guess. But like <laughs> so for me it was nostalgic. Uh I see. also have that same story. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Actually, the next Transformers movie is gonna take place where that earthquake happened. It really was a Paradacticon or whatever Jason's mad that wasn't in the movie. Predacon. <laughs> I think uh, Interjecticon <laughs> that I said earlier should be yes. part of it. Um, uh, but I know I'm way off, off the thing here, but while I was in Peru, I was walking to that the ruins village thing, and this guy came running at me with like this little like hand tool. They were farmers, and it looked like he was running at me to hurt me with it. Um, but as he got close, he pulled his earbud out and was like, escuche, 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 which means listen in Spanish. And he shoved this sweaty, gross earbud in my ear. <laughs> and after I threw up, I uh, I heard that he was listening. <laughs> he was listening to a Mary J. Blige song. So oh, maybe, maybe, maybe like hip hop has a place in Peru near Machu Picchu. I don't know. Anyway, also another personal anecdote. Um, anyway, so long story short, through all that, it was fairly nostalgic for me. Cons were the Iron Man thing. Um, the other Marvel thing with the, the way they land when they fly. Um, some of the wokeness did hit me weirdly. Um, those type of things. Uh, other than that, I don't particularly like movies with a lot of CG fight stuff. So, um, 
but that's also just a personal vibe. Other than that, I will say it is exactly what I thought it was, which I was prepared to only like it about halfway, about 2.5. But But. I think the pros were enough to swing it a little, so I'll give it a 3.5. Oh, all right. Wow. Point swing. Okay. Okay. Man, those Injecticons really injected some life in it for you. It's (laughs) Interjecticons. Oh, sorry. Interject. Yes, yes. You know, if I'm these writers the keep striking, thing. we may have to write this thing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Actually, I was thinking that a transfer movie would be made sense to be written by AI because they're robots. So they might win, but, though. But robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the AI's things, the Transformers take over the planet and kill all humans. <laughs> yeah, they don't need us. <laughs> all right, Jason, hit us with your rocks run down. <laughs> Uh, my pros and cons for the rise of the beast. Uh, so, that's the horror movie I'm writing. Uh, pro number one is Optimus Primal is my spirit animal. Pro number two, transform the humans into something enjoyable. Pro number three, I was once blind, but now I see. Pro number four, ready, fight. And hmm. pro number five is Scourge is best boy. Uh, now on to my cons. Cons. There we go. Uh, wokeness <laughs> in disguise. And my la- only other con was um, not uh, needed 90s needles, needle drops to tell me it was the 90s. <laughs> and I-, I thoroughly enjoyed this because I hate, uh, when I say hate, I hate the Transformers previous saga with the passion. I enjoyed Bumblebee. Thought it was a good start, and I think this one is a good, strong entry going forward with it. I'm here for it, but I probably will still just give it a three because it's still. I'm just half the half the movie. I'm just like, huh? Okay, we're here. So <laughs> three out of five. Yeah. Wow. And my and my, right. my rating correlates. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he is consistent with every other thing he's he's watched. Oh. <laughs> All right, for my The Rock's rundown for Transformers Rise of the Beast. Pros, number one, characters to care for. Number two was no Bayham. Uh, number three is Transformers roll out. Number four is a stake to the heart. And number five is a soundtrack to kill for. And then my cons. Cons! cons. Uh, number one is cons. No Decepticons <laughs> or no Predacons. Uh, number two is she's just a plot device. Number three mm-hmm. is the light in the sky. And number four, it's a trap. No rat trap. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, but <laughs> since there was no rat trap in it, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. If there was a rat trap, 5 out of 5. No rat trap. <laughs> I can't with you. I can't with It is important. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the best character. Literally. Mm, Not even being mm. figurative. I'm being real. <laughs> Not even being. Thank you. <laughs> you took. You so took do we survey. average our four together to make the the final score? How does that work? How do nope. you guys do this? <laughs> oh, sorry, that's no. me hitting my my fault. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, what's happening? So if we averaged it, like, okay, so I did it a three point five. You gave it a three point five. Mm-hmm. Lucy gave it a four point five. Jason gave it a three. So math. 
You have to ask my boo. We it means go see the movie for yourself. That's I don't want to do it anymore. It's seven. fine. <laughs> That's like a three point seven. I have a day. I have a bachelor's in arts, yeah. not in I went to art school. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do it real quick. Oh, I, I, it's a uh, three point six two five. Ah, oh, there you go. Close enough with three point seven five. So if this was the Price Is Right, uh, Jason number one is the winner. <laughs> Because we That's all you. went over. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. You got Come on down. Oscar and Dreyer said. All right. <laughs> um, I, I, I've always wanted to. I would only bet a dollar. Oh, that, that's not me on that one. Lisa, any housekeeping? Um, we're looking for sponsors always. Uh, obviously, Pete Davidson is not coming, and <laughs> I think we, think we <laughs> so I'm we sorry. just let him go, and it's fine. Um, we're we're talking. We have to have a meeting with uh, someone that I found uh, within the next couple of weeks, and do that. See if that's happening. Um, but yeah, if you're a small business owner hit us up and we'd love to promote you and you can promote us. We'll scratch your back. Scratch ours. Um, we're working on merch. So hopefully we'll get merch within the next couple weeks. Um, at least have prototypes and that's all I can think. Oh, we have the interview with Hannah Flint coming up. That's not going to be live. We're doing that separate and then we'll just probably, I guess we'll just post it on the on spotify i guess i don't know if we're actually going to do a youtube video of that um make jason work overtime so uh that's all i can think of oh yeah so go ahead and go read that book um what's it called my brain female character (laughs) thank you strong female character read her book yeah i need it in front of me that's why i take notes guys okay (laughs) holy moly uh and i'll be on it i thought i wasn't gonna be on it i'm gonna be on the interview i'm excited i got all my questions ready Mm -hmm. it's gonna be great fun it's gonna be great and we only have an hour with her so it's not gonna be a long one so i promised her valley old england it would be, yeah, she's different time zone than us, so it's going to be a weird time. So uh, that's all I can think of. Jason promised us two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that the website was going to be up earlier in the show. He said it's up, but <laughs> it's kind of working, not really. So he lies. He's a liar who lies. I mean, it's fine. yeah. That's what I said. I told him all sorts of things. Yeah, I'm going to feed you today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't okay. worry. Just us from Staten Island, so we know what he eats. Yeah. Or where he eats from. Uh, so to go go see our friend um, from Sketch and Review. Go go to his YouTube channel and uh, like and subscribe and do all things for him too. Show him some love. Appreciate that. And uh, that's all I can officially think of now. Absolutely. And, well, yes. Please go check out Sketch and Review because. Uh, as you can see from his analysis, he he actually you know cares about movies. We're just out here having movies for fun. He actually he knows what he's talking about. Has great analyses. <laughs> he and, has a team and... of people who do things for him. That's pretty oh, impressive. And his sketches, like in the sketches, are dope too. Um, mm-hmm. So, like I said, I mean, definitely go out and support him. 
because um, he's supporting us and you guys support him and vice versa. And we're probably going to link up a couple of times at the movie tavern anyway. So we'll probably have some footage for you guys as we come out of movies and William shits on it. And I go, I loved it. It was the best movie I ever saw. And he's like, well, they had this writing error that I was like, ugh. Trash. Let's go back in and watch it again. I'll show it to you. (laughs) That would be a a fun, a a fun thing, actually. Like hot take shorts or something. Yes. Just like credits rolling. You just roll into it. I love it. Let's do it, man. We can plan it out, man. We can get some of these uh, going because, yes, yes, we're going there. But yes, no. But before all jokes aside, guys, definitely, definitely subscribe. Just catch and review. Be notified when he posts because. uh, Every time he puts up, man, I'm always there. I'm always there, and I try to leave a comment as well because – and he does, and William always responds to the comments too, so that's always mm-hmm. dope. So, again, like I said, support him. He's supporting us, but we definitely – good good people that do good things, you always want to be behind. So I definitely oh, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug, William, while you're here? Well, besides your YouTube channel, which you can plug it again, it's yeah, fine. I mean, I, I think the uh, the words coming out of Jason's mouth were pretty amazing. So if I would have said anything like that, I would have sounded like a douche. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm, glad, I'm glad that he said it instead of me. It's all true, obviously, but uh, yes, obviously, yes, I'm, I'm yes, glad yes. somebody else said it. But I'm just I'm glad I got on here, man. Thank you guys so much. It was it was a blast. Hanging out with you for an hour or so. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, like I, I tell everybody, open again. invitation. Yeah, open mm-hmm. invitation. You always, always, always welcome. Hot movie comes up and you want to join us for sure, man. We always have a seat here waiting on you. So appreciate that. Thank you. Unless Ron's here, then we'll just have to add you in. <laughs> <laughs> it's always available, <laughs> but it might not be. <laughs> or like, it's gotta be exclusive. Or if Sam Jackson does come on the show, sorry. Yeah, then we're totally answer. kicking you for that. You see, it's all the way open. Just, just call first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or actually, if uh, you know Jason's cousin, who never should have been joking. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of cousins, and they got a lot of opinions. About me. Uh, we, we don't. We and do they always have for the boy this show. Always hood as shit too. So it's just gonna yeah, be like... we don't. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> uh, other than that, on my end, uh, nothing on my end. Again, thanks for everybody for watching, joining us. Um, well, do you have any socials, anything you want anybody to check you out at? That's probably something that people. Yeah. So on my name right here, I have uh, at William J. Sims. That's on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok as well. I don't post a lot on TikTok. But uh, if you're interested, I also uh, have a tiny house uh, school bus. So. You can follow that at Bust a Move, B U S S E B A M O V E. We have a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, it's in process, and uh, so yeah, that's fun. Um, and I, I guess we'll dive into this later. But like my wife and I actually work in the the film industry here in Atlanta, um, and so maybe we'll have if you want, we can have her on uh, when Captain America comes out because she's great. Yes, so she knows the dude apparently, and I can do this is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Jason, we may even have like God. some of the people come over. And, Jason's uh, not coming on the show. That you, she can take the the third spot. It's fine. You think oh, yeah? I'm gonna embarrass you in front of Anthony Mackie? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Anthony Mackie. Wait, yes, what? Do, what do I don't not know about this? He's trying oh. to grab his buns, hun. That's America's butt. Now, so. <laughs> it is America's, America's butt. Your taxes pay for that butt, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> just go ahead. Let me just little squeeze. 
two seconds is done. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't tell any cool stories about that kind of stuff, but we we have plenty of them for uh, for those type of things in the near future. So yes, anyway, uh, I know your wife. When I met your wife, she was telling me the most amazing story about Nicolas Cage, which I'll let her retell to you guys. I won't I won't do it justice, but yes, she's told me an amazing story about. Uh, Nicholas Cage. So yeah, yeah. If I could rat That's her true. out for a second, in that cool story <laughs> when she was talking to him about me, she was telling him about how I'm a big fan of his movies, and that hoe told him <laughs> that my favorite movies that he's in are the National Treasure movies. Yes, he didn't tell me that. <laughs> so he's I like, I couldn't think I of the real ones. So I, I started National Treasure. Baseball. I'm like in a world where Con Air. Yeah. Like all those exist from the nineties. Las Vegas. <laughs> like all of those exist, and she she told him my favorite movies were, uh, you know, National Treasure. He probably I mean, was like, "She's a liar." He probably was like, when, "This fish is lying." Well, he he actually Facetimed me from her phone, and uh, it was a super awkward conversation, probably because he thought I liked National Treasure more than anything else he had done. So that was ridiculous. I will say I do I do like National Treasure, but like literally Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, all the those Rock, rock. Oh all God. of those movies are my jam. And she told him National Treasure, so fun times. But anyway, have me back, and I'll tell you more fun stories just like that one. Yes, <laughs> she could have been like Renfield's your favorite movie of his. We do have Renfield a uh, was fun. I'm yeah, just saying was it was like his glorious comeback. Yes, maybe yes, not glorious. That may be an overstatement, but it was. <laughs> The weight of it was definitely America. better than I was expecting out of him. So Mandy, oh. the was pig one, Wendy's Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, pig, oh my gosh, Wendy's Wonderland. A couple of yeah, I mean, Nicholas Cage has been in a lot of stuff and a lot of great stuff, a lot of stuff that we won't remember <laughs> ever. He's it a Coppola. Been worse. I can't believe that she got to meet a Coppola like that. Oh, I meant could have said. She could have said, I cannot believe you guys got to meet a Coppola. That's I, just... I shook his hand at the rap party for Megalopolis. Wow. So. Oh, oh, oh. Fun times. Man. The most famous person I know is Jason. <laughs> yeah. I have 130 followers on Twitter. I know him is <laughs> he's famous because he knows you. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Well, we, are. we just know each other, I think. <laughs> Wow. Thank God for that did... uh, Facebook Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Wowza. That's good that's oh, cool. yeah. Um, um, I don't have any more housekeeping. Uh, happy okay. Juneteenth, everybody. If we don't happy have any more content. Happy Father's Day. Oh, okay. It's my Father's Day. Plah. Yeah. Stink yeah. Fathers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most of them force me fathers anyway. Plah. Besides, uh, <laughs> dads suck anyhow. They don't ever hug you or tell you that they love you or stuff. Yeah. I I Never did not experience that, so. Okay. <laughs> don't no, want to you, get off drugs and be a, a good father. Jesus. Well, uh, when you come in third place, they don't say, like, good job for coming in third place. They go, why do you come in first? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, sometimes yeah. they don't even show up to the race, so they don't even know you came in third. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, sometimes uh, you're never there. <laughs> I think we're diving into a whole other show here. Yeah. yeah. I'm joking. My dad actually loves me very, very much, and I love him, too. <laughs> I love you, all my dads. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got, yeah. Wiley's a good one, too. I got a, I got a couple. Of I was going to say, um, yeah, Jason's having a Juneteenth party. Jason number eight, yeah. he's having one, and 
Yeah, if so I can't like wait to, come, to go out there and not the people who are watching, unless I know you. It's oh, probably really? all. It's probably my mom and my husband. Let's see. Yeah, already invited. Yeah. <laughs> so don't invited. confuse us for being invited to the cookout. You're just invited to the barbecue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this live or is it taped? It's still live. Oh, it's still live. <laughs> so okay. Well. Well, when it if, when we stop live, when we turn it off, when you can <laughs> ask them. <laughs> Oh no no! Oh, I'm yeah. saying if it's live and your people are watching, like currently, like if you're anywhere in Georgia, I am. Uh, I'm working at the uh, Lawrenceville, Georgia, Juneteenth festival tomorrow. Ooh. I'm oh wow! Programming uh, lights for all the festival? bands that are playing, so that'll be fun. How did I not know that? Is it in the DTL? Don't, what does that mean? It's not a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. I follow them on Instagram. It's a thing. Just because, stop trying to make fetch a thing. Just because I'm not. They, yeah. they I'm trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> yeah, downtown um, Lawrenceville. Downtown but it is in downtown Lawrenceville at the lawn. So if people want to come, come on out. We'll hang out. Okay. You know, yeah. Because sure. there's actually Very bike cool. in the in Lawrenceville now. And there might even be yeah. some barbecue. Uh, Maybe. I'll, hey. I'll, I'll be barbecuing tomorrow <laughs> and Saturday. Okay. Um, other than that, support black businesses, support downtown yes. Lawrenceville. Heard us a new juice shop in downtown Lawrenceville where the ice cream shop used to be. So let's try to keep them okay. in business this time because okay. maybe it's I the do same love that ice cream shop. Let's hope because I did love that ice cream <laughs> shop and I'm so mad they weren't in business. So uh, support businesses, small, small owned businesses. And um, other than that, man, I'm that's all I got. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, that concludes our show for this evening. Thank you so very much for joining us. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, uh, comment. Please add more comments. We love reading the comments. Jason and Lisa interact. I just tell you to do things. So I like to interact too. Uh, the website is up-ish at headcanoncircus.com. Go tomorrow. <laughs> I'm making a blogger. It's happening. I'm just making a blogger. It works! <laughs> a lot of hard work into it. Uh, and also, uh, please be kind, be considerate, and tip your service and properties at least 20%, if not more, if you can afford it. And if you see Jaron on the street, especially since it's Juneteenth, tell him that the Irish weren't slaves. Yeah. And I hope he's Hold on, I got to hit the button first. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, do it. You got to do it. Lisa, you had him. Oh, you had to jump with him. No, I don't do 